well do you get along with strangers? I admit I have, I'll, I'll say prickly. I think the prickly demeanor, AJ Knight on VFX. AJ McCall, I'm flying solo today, but I have a little bit of a prickly demeanor because I operate in the realm of trying to stay neutral until I get to meet someone. Do you think you could work together, though, if a situation arose, an emergency came up? Because Ajay and I talked about this a little bit yesterday while he was filling in, but if you missed it over the weekend, something happened was a cat got into a a football game and somehow got to the top level of the football bowl and then proceeded to fall off, was hanging on the side. People were freaking out. It's going to fall some 50 feet easy. I'm bad with distance, but I think it was about 50 feet. And the people underneath were able to coordinate, take an American flag, and then spread it out like fireman style, and they were able to catch the cat enough that it was totally fine. And the video's gone viral. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And I'd like to think, right, in this situation, that that would be totally fine. But I've been to sporting events. Heck, the last one I went to was a Chicago White Sox and a New York Yankees game, and bunch of bunch of bros, bunch of testosterone going around, and apparently there's a Yankees fan there. It was a, it was a White Sox home game. Who was chirping at the fans and everybody was having a good time. And then all of a sudden, he stands up, says something that nobody likes, and then there's a scuffle between him and these guys have been talking all night. According to one of the, the White Sox guys, said that he bought him a beer. Like, they were all good and everything. All of a sudden, now there's a fight. Dude's getting escorted out. And so, I, I don't think the energy is any different at any other sporting event. So, it amazes me that these people are able to put it aside for just a second and save that cat's life. Again, the video's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Also amazing to me is the fact that, again, a cat is in a stadium. Because just, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, there was one, the game was delayed because a cat got onto the baseball field. Why is there no cat security? Like, if you go look, besides the occasional squirrel, but if you go look, sporting event invasions, it's cats. Apparently, they are huge sports fans and have no problem delaying games because it has happened multiple times on football fields, this is a college football stadium. The video is on our Facebook page. Baseball fields. As a Cubs fan, there was a, a black cat once that ran past the dugout, and it was a curse, and they they blew the game because that's the Cubs stories. They're jinxed all the time. There needs to be some kind of cat security because they are just getting in and causing all kinds of shenanigans. They're getting on the field. It's not an issue whatsoever, and we have this defense to tackle streakers all the time, but apparently not against cats. So we gotta, I think, sort that one out. Come up with some kind of cat TSA at sporting events. Um, here's a question because yesterday, first day of the work week, but depending on how you feel, is it the first day of the actual week or not in the building, this discussion has come up and we're not agreeing on it to get through the week. Isn't it easier to think uh, just now four days left, four days left, right? Yesterday, Monday was the tough one to get through. You get through the four days are a lot easier because you think about the fact that at the end of the week, there's the weekend, two days off, Right. AJ Knight on VFX, flying solo today. AJ McCall on VFX. Um, because that's what that's what gets me through, right? There's the two days off. Got to get to Tuesday, four days now, got through Monday. But this is, this is very important to me because the work calendars we get, they make, don't say that there's two days at the end of the week. What do they actually say is that there's one and then there's the start of a new week because Sunday starts the week, which no, no, it doesn't. It's weekend, end, E-N-D. You got your five work days, starts with Monday, the first day of the week. Everybody hates. You get through five, then you got those two days off to close it out before you drag yourself out of bed and do it again. But because the work counters like that, we have this discussion at work, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, AJ, you're totally right, or AJ's totally stupid. No, it's not totally stupid. This is very important because 
when you separate the weekend, that means Saturday's your day off, and Sunday isn't a day off. It's the pre-Monday day. Now you've ruined two days of the week because we already agree Monday stinks. So for the Thermo Fisher poll of the day, work calendar picture up on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. Is Sunday the first day of the week? Please tell me the answer is no. Because I will not buy planners based solely on this. I want them at the end of the week. It feels like, actually, honestly, at this point yesterday, we were talking about how having too much time on your hands is uh, bad for you because procrastination kicks in. You don't get as productive as possible. So grouping the two days together, probably associated with that. But I want the two days together. It's weekend. By definition, they need to end the week. And being said, I will throw you a curveball here. As you vote, again, Utah's VFX on our Instagram is Sunday, the first day of the week. Please tell me the answer is no, but vote. Because if it is the first day of the week for you, I'm sorry. Then you don't have a weekend. You have a week break. You have a quick 24 hours, and then you're back at it. Uh, roommate of mine, uh, before I moved out here to Utah, works at McDonald's. Has since he was in high school. And because of their pay period, for whatever reason, their weeks run Wednesday to Tuesday. So his first day of the week, and he would do this, I think, just solely to annoy me. He'd be like, ah, man, I'm not looking forward to the weekend ending starting a new week. Because what are you talking about? I'm halfway through a week. The week starts on Wednesday. I was like, nobody in their sane mind would agree that the week starts on Wednesday. That's absolutely insane. No, it doesn't. You're halfway through a normal week. You're crazy. The rest of us are normal. But no, his week started on Wednesday, which just... We could talk about it because I was like, no, this is this is stupid. I don't care that that's how your payday works or whatever. The, the week starts on Monday. Day one, Monday. Day seven, Sunday. I believe that I got cursed in Europe. And I believe that curse actually kicked in yesterday, which will come up in discussion a little bit later this morning. However, it also did provide an exa- uh, a great time to meet some really nice people. We've already had Feel Good Tuesday. If you haven't seen the video of the cat that people saved falling from the stadium this past weekend, it's nuts. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But how did I get cursed? What makes me think it happened? I think if you're consistent about something, it's hard to be judged for for. Doing one way or the other. My example would be, it's AJ McCall at VFX. AJ filling in from calls out today for the Automatrix Group Debate Today. When it comes to those uh, that are panhandling those on the side that ask for help, my attitude is the same. I don't give it to any of them. Because I'm not sure, because there's clearly people in this world that are terrible that take advantage of the situation and those that aren't. So I try to donate to places where I know the resources are, right? So when we're in uh, Brussels, Belgium, Right, as we were getting our COVID test, we're outside in this de facto bus they've set up that we can take it in, and this lady comes up, and now there's already a language barrier, so I have no idea what she's saying because most the predominant language spoken in uh, that part of Belgium is French. I got nothing, wee oui, wee oui, croissant, omelet du fromage. That's what I got. So she comes up, she's got a cup in her hand, and she says something, and she says it so low I can't even tell you what it was to try and recreate it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash, which is not a lie. Cause I don't, I'm traveling international, I'm not bringing cash. I've got my card because everywhere post COVID pretty much takes cards nowadays anyway. So I don't, here's the thing. This lady's persistent. This old lady who's got a scarf wrapped around and, and, and looks like in the movies when they talk, the family talks about the old countries, what she looks like. So she comes up legitimately four more times to me. And I think says the same, and I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't have cash. The last time she comes up, says something, again, I say, I'm really sorry, ma'am. I, like I said, I don't have any cash. Mutters something under her breath, waves her hand, and then walks away. I legitimately think I got cursed at that exact moment. There is, look, the theme of this show has been what? Karma. 
Terrible people? <laughs> yes, but karma and terrible people doing bad things. Like, when I was in, working in Salt Lake, there was people panhandling all the time, right? I mean, and it'd be different people. I always believed help them because at some point you'll need help. And, it's very respectable of you. And the karma gods might be like, ah, oh, you know what? Since you didn't help that person, <laughs> you're a host. One day. You're, you are screwed. Yeah, just that one day. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's just that one day. That's one day too many. The up and above was like, we gave you four chances, AJ. She came back four times and you struck it down. Four. We can't do anything. Yeah. Now, dude, now you're in deep trouble. See, like, you know, Billy the Goat curse in Chicago for the oh, Cubs. The great Bambino. All right. So, <laughs> this is the discussion we were having because she said it to only me. It was me every time. I was with my brother, my sister-in-law, and my girlfriend, and she said it to me. So then I was like, okay, so how does this work? Like, we all turned her down, but, like, she waved and talked to me. So, like, is it transferable? Is it a family thing? Uh, <laughs> I didn't understand the language. transferable? <laughs> you go to someone else and you're like, da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Wave your hand just like that. What? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, I'm free. I'm free. I passed it on. I didn't understand it. Is there some loopholes there? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do to remedy the situation. And then I warned Ajay when I came in, too. I thought it was only fair to tell Ajay, like, hey, by the way, I may have gotten cursed in Europe. FYI. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that's a great way to start the morning. I, I think it's only a family thing, though. I think even if it is, like, if it's something, like, it's going to spread to anything. It's going to be to my direct if family. If I'm near somebody who opens an umbrella, if I walk under a ladder today, I'm coming after you. I'm giving you the wave. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Is that, is that, I didn't feel terrible. I didn't feel anything. But that exact moment. Of course, you're not moment, going to. My until fa- four days later, when something crappy happens, you and you're going to go back to that one lady. Yeah. And you're going to, it's like one of those shows where you got to go find that lady to get rid of the bad luck. <laughs> And so you, you got to go back Madame to Zeroni Belgium and Brussels mountain. and look for that lady. <laughs> you carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Ma'am, ma'am, you, Please. you waved. Here's, here's a Benjamin Franklin. Please. Now uncurse me. Please. Unwave me. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope that's not the case. I haven't heard from Ajay, which may or may not be good or bad. I don't think he got cursed. It's worth noting McCall was out yesterday and is out sick today. So uh, residual effects kicking in already. And I can tell you. For the group of people involved, one of them was my girlfriend. The curse might have kicked in yesterday. That is to come a little bit later. But still, reaching out. Posted on my social media. Asked yesterday for text messages, 68255. The number to text start text with VFX. Does anybody have remedies to deal with curses? Still nothing. I think I'm on my own on this one. Fingers crossed. Burning sage, whatever it is. Maybe it just missed me or it glanced off and I made it home safe and I broke it. The broke international water, so I'm good. Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> The curses of dealing with stupid people in Florida, not daily, daily issue for us. Cops have to save a chicken, man uh, driving naked through pole, uh, tolls, and uh, being scared to go vegan. Always weird being on the side. Little fun fact, I actually told this to AJ yesterday while he was filling in. AJ and I flying solo for the AJ McCall show this morning on VFX. But when I read the stories, usually in the, in the stories that I find, I don't have access them call secret batch it'll say right in the beginning of course where it's at and i have to tell myself like yesterday the coffin was found in london so it says four thousand year old coffin found in, in england sorry and i'm like don't say england don't say england i have to think it's so hard because like the second time i did this aj was filling in and i was like so there was a cop in florida and didn't realize it and they're like well i think it was story number two and they told me i was like ah curses 
But I mean, even though I'm the one telling the stories, I'm still cheering for you to win the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida. Not on VFX. Your headlines this morning. Police catch a loose chicken outside a KFC this past Friday morning. And I'm curious how that goes. Of course, there's a colonel, but I don't think he served in the Army. But then you got that versus the officers, and they have similar ranks. Who outranks who in that situation? A man was arrested for driving up to toll plazas completely naked. Just 41-year-old guy drove up to cash booth completely naked. Toll worker said he was, quote, showing his privates, and they just don't deserve that. they got to sit there all day handing out money, counting change, flipping through papers. People aren't really patient because they're already in the vehicles, and now you got to see that. Ugh. And story number three, a McDonald's customer is grossed out by a pig nipple in his bacon. It scared him to going vegan. Of course, McDonald's has comments on that, which we will get to, because if we figure out which story is from Florida, you want a Johnny O. Spud Nuts gift card. Food at the center of Florida, not Stranger Virgil of Florida, not this morning. And that's never a good sign because it, ignorance is bliss a little bit. You just hope nobody's doing anything disgusting with your food in the back. Agent I flied solo this morning for AJ McCall at VFX. And uh, Cody, let me ask you, story one, two, or three, any initial thoughts for Florida or not? I've never done a crime. I'm a good child. <laughs> hey, look, if your mom was listening, that was the exact right answer. Let's get to these three stories here and see just how well you don't know criminals then. Uh, story number one, police had to respond to a chicken strutting its stuff outside a KFC this past Friday. Officers were called and rescued the fowl. Uh, while the owner has not been found, apparently they took it to a place for safekeeping. And I think if I was a chicken that escaped KFC, I'd be strutting my stuff as well. I'd be like, ha, 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 not going to get these chicken legs. <laughs> Story number two, road rage is a real thing because people are absolute idiots. That being said, no one deserves to be working at a toll booth, which I just can't imagine is very much fun. I think you'd have to come up with games to entertain yourself. But uh, some workers had to call in a report over the weekend because someone drove up one of the cash toll booths, toll plaza, completely naked. And apparently he did it at least seven times in a one-week period. That is crazy. What kind of game is this dude playing? Like, also, I don't know that I want to take the cash. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure toll workers keep their gloves on because most money has drugs on it. Fun fact. But uh, th this is even worse. They'd be like, ah, uh, like, can we sanitize this? We got to have some Febreze in here or something, right? And finally, story number three, if you're eating bacon, I apologize. I'm not trying to ruin it for you, but one man was scared vegan. Man went out to McDonald's, he ordered a sandwich that had bacon on it, and he said, no way, there's no chance I'm eating this because it had, and I quote, a pig nipple on it. Now, it looks like a little white fatty area that does have a little bit of opening. It's a little bit generous. I'd say, again, cover your ears of eating bacon. I don't want to ruin it for you. I would say more like a white head. Oh. Yes, which may ruin it for you. McDonald's, of course, come out and said, we use back bacon in all our bacon rolls so due to the location of this cut. We're confident the customer is mistaken by this claim. But, hey, apparently, actually, my stepmom started going vegan and lost a bunch of weight. So maybe, just maybe, you know, it's not a bad thing. Also, frankly, no offense, but highest quality fast food, it's fast food. Maybe not the best food. Just say it. Now, Cody, I'm not envious of you because there is no help whatsoever. I can't help you because, of course, I'm giving you the stories and no one else is here today to provide any help. So you're stuck on your own. Do you like the escaped chicken, the naked toll driver, or pig nipple, bacon nipple, excuse me, very much. Sorry, I'm ruined bacon. I don't want to ruin bacon. I'm a very big believer in bacon. So with that being said, Cody, very envious. This may be the greatest win of Stranger Bridgeland Florida not ever if you can pull it off. Which story do you think it is? I'm thinking it's 
to. For what it's worth. Not saying one way or the other. Your answer is locked in. I'm going to leave it that. I'm just going to tell you, if you do so, like a strutting chicken, not really a crime. And another one, not really a crime, because the only criminal is story number two, which is from Florida. Congratulations. This dude did it seven times. They had to track him down. I don't know what kind of fetish this is. Not trying to kick shame, but OMG, dude. Like, the butt sweat and the sticky factor, just mm-mm. Not at all worth it, no matter what prank or fun you think you're having. Cody, congratulations. You went to Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card. Hang on the line. We'll get you all taken care of. Holy crap. <laughs> it's the greatest Florida not win ever. Dude, again, Cody had no help. No one's here. I'm telling the stories. Congratulations. <laughs> he went Stranger Bridge in Florida, not on VFX. I think I'm actually going to get somebody in here. I promise I wasn't holding them out to punish Cody. He still got the dub anyway. But uh going to get his opinion on a certain salad dressing that's really just a de facto condiment here in America because it's not called ranch in uh, Europe. It's actually pretty cool, but I'm kind of curious as to how much AJ really likes it. That is coming up. I think it's only fair that we clarify real fast that I did not hold you out of Florida or not. No, listen, when you get too good, they ban you. <laughs> and I, I you get down. it. Like, I mean, look, if I'm... As an undefeated, I make the game uh, boring because that's why people hate Tom Brady. That's why people hate Michael Jordan. I am like those guys. AJ, kind enough to jump in this morning. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall out sick. AJ, uh, I, I feel like I should come up with a different scale because I used the 1 to 10 thing a couple times yesterday. So it worked out great. I, I know, but I, I don't want to be that repetitive. So You want to go strongly agree, yeah, somewhat yeah, agree, yeah. very so, disagree. AJ loves <laughs> ranch. Somewhat disagree, strongly disagree, neutral, somewhat agree, strongly agree. Let's do that. Jeez, uh, what was the first option again? Strongly disagree. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go somewhat agree. Somewhat agree. Okay. Uh, can I interest you in Hidden Valley, which apparently is going to be selling treat-sized packets of ranch dressing to hand out at Halloween? Yeah. Actually, you could. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, I'm I, I'm beside myself. I thought you would have been a, completely against it since you just somewhat agree that you love ranch. But apparently, if well, so, if you go trick-or-treating, AJ is happy to get a pack of ranch. We need to clarify my answer now. Okay. <laughs> Strongly agree. I don't like Love the, ranch. Okay, well, no, I like the ranch that like, you get at restaurants. Oh, yeah. Like, the ranch yes. you get at restaurants, they just seem like to perfect it. The Hidden Valley Ranch just seems like someone was just, like, hurrying okay. and mixing it, throwing okay. it into a bottle, and then there you go. I will agree, not to say that I didn't have favorite ranches before I worked with McCall, but like she is a ranch aficionado. I'm and, definitely not. And I was like, oh, there are definitely way good, high quality ranches. Can I? I wanted to bring this up though because that is weird. I, I feel like that's worse than pennies. Like I don't need a, a packet of ranch. I, I can go find my own ranch. That's but you worse. want a packet of pennies? No, I I would. Did you never have that trick or treating? The the person in the neighborhood would give out just pennies. No, I never had that. Yeah, they're called terrible people. That, I mean, so <laughs> look, good news for you, you didn't run into them. It's like almost the house that gave out apples. Be like, look, oh yeah, we know what this holiday's yeah, about. I would take that apple, I chop it up, and then I throw it back at their door <laughs> late in the night. I mean, a friend of a friend would do that because AJ doesn't believe in vandalism whatsoever. Nope, nope. You ding your car, just move it over. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because do you know how they were, uh, what they address or what they call ranch in Europe? Because it's not called ranch. No, what is it? So you know how in, there's a Doritos flavor, Cool Ranch, right? Yes. The blue one. Yes. In, Very good uh, stuff. In Europe, and I should take a picture of this. It's not Cool Ranch. It's Cool American flavor. <laughs> what the? F- 
fetch yeah. is going cool on. Cool American flavor. Cool American flavor. Because it's a salad dressing, I think, most places. But here, it's like the de facto numero uno con- uh, condiment. Cool American flavor. Cool American flavor. Dude, they got to be so disappointed that in us That would be a then. great wrestling nickname for you, by the way. Cool. I already got three of them. Cool I'm the American remaster, flavor, though. I'm the deflator. <laughs> I'm Gary Coleman. I mean, come on. Hey, speaking of the ring, so we got into this a little bit yesterday. So Conor McGregor got into a scuff, as he do, yes. with MGK. Hey, do you think it was real? I, I honestly, I at this point, I'm going to say no. Okay. Because I think at this point, it's all like, it's I feel like a lot up. of what McGregor does is yeah. just him just yelling. Hey, I'm going to come over. I'm going to fight you. Say something really mean to me. Yeah. But, but in this day and age, celebrity boxing has become a huge thing. So now, obviously, AJ and I get to get in the ring with one celebrity we really just want to take a shot oh, at. Oh, I've got one. I knew it. Doing so productively is a good thing when you can express your frustration. So if we say you could hypothetically punch one celebrity right in the face, I'm considering <laughs> that a good expression of frustration because it's fine. They're not going to press charges. Celebrity boxing become a huge thing, right? AJ McCall at VFX, AJ subbing in McCall out today because, heck, it's keeping the Paul brothers relevant. They ran out of steam a long time ago, but because they're somewhat physically fit and people will pay money, I think, hoping that they're going to get caught one of these times and go down. They, how have they not been knocked out yet? They Come box, on. They box people, besides uh, Logan uh, <laughs> boxing Mayweather, which Mayweather held back and put on a show for the payday. Yeah. They're just boxing washed up people so that they stand a chance. That being said, the most recent one, I'm not saying it's going to end up in a boxing match, but McGregor is, for nothing else, he is a self-made man. Uh, I would say so. And he, can, I would agree. He can promote the heck out of oh, a show easily. So easily, him getting in a scuffle with MGK. I'm just saying, watch out. All of a sudden, they decide they're going to go three rounds in an exhibition boxing match for pay-per-view. Wouldn't for surprise me. Seventy-two million each. Yeah, right. Jeez. Question is, Ache, get to go in the ring with one celebrity. I want to know two questions. One, which celebrity do you really want to punch in the face? Because maybe just maybe it's someone you don't feel confident you could be in the ring or in a scenario where you're like, oh, this is not a good idea socially. And two, who do you think you could take celebrity-wise in the ring? Oh, okay. Well, knowing how big and strong, I mean, I am muscly huge. Oh, yeah, massive. For all you've never met me. Dense like a dying star. Yes. Wait, what does that mean? Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, two people I just would love to deck. I'll go with the first one. Okay. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> let's just if you hold that, just, he will literally explode into dust. It'll sound like this. Let's just expedite his process <laughs> to the pearly gates a little bit here. My dad loves Clint Eastwood. By the I way, he's listening right now. He's him, mad, dude. I can't stand him. I know he's got some new movie coming out. I, Let I, me help promote it. Hey, Clint, come here. Let's get to the red car. I'm gonna knock you out. By the way, his new movie's coming out September 23rd. Come watch it in theaters. And he won't be there. Kind of sound like Ajay's making a case for sucker punching Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Just running up and bam! Swift kick to the groin. Okay, so you want to punch him. That's probably a good call not to put him in the boxing ring because the people, I think, would, would be very unhappy yeah. with you. Now, someone who I'd love to take in the boxing ring and I could handle, Mark Cuban Gooding Jr. Interesting. I can't stand that guy. Interesting. He was a horrible equipment manager in radio. He didn't do anything for the team. <laughs> All right. Uh, he was a whiny little boy in the O.J. Simpson trial thingamajigger. Uh, what else has he sucked in? He sucked into so many movies, and he has that high-pitched voice. I just want to slap the crap out of him. Just, oh. I think I'd give you a good chance oh, against yeah. him. Dude, he couldn't move. Look at him. 
What is he going to do? I'll, I, be, I'll be in your corner to I'll run around his. the ring twice, yeah. and he's going to pass out. <laughs> I think you could take Kuba. Okay, Kuba who do you got? I want to know yours. Oh, boy. I mean, I, I got to be honest. Trey Young's on that list somewhere over there. <laughs> Trey Young. <laughs> him and his five foot six wingspan. Uh, I really, I re- frankly, if somehow, you know how they say, like, they make those jokes about if I had one bullet? Like, if somehow the Paul brothers could stand side by side, and I could just do a <laughs> run by Haymaker... And just punch from one You're cheek like, to the next. Run. Oh, man, that would be the best. I would love to just mm, <laughs> deliver one of these right to both their suck holes. Uh, in the ring, that is a good question. I'm still blown away by your Clint Eastwood hate. I, I want to <laughs> expedite his process to the pearly gates. What's wrong with that? Uh, you know what? Stephen A. Smith. I want to take on hey, Stephen A. Smith. Good one. Maybe just, I, frankly, I don't even care if I win the fight because I'm just going to try and, and just punch him in the mouth so much that he can't speak for a while. He's got fat lips anyway. <laughs> Jeez. He looks like the freaking little fish on Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm serious. All right. If you heard it, Clint Eastwood, watch out because Ajay's coming <laughs> oh, I'll for be you. there at your premiere, buddy. Hey, I, I got a math problem for you. Okay. How do you land at the answer, I may or may not be 45% pregnant? Or, sorry, I'm I'm 45% sure I'm pregnant. How do you land at that number? Oh, man. This is a real story. Is it just my, like, friend circle or group of people that I associate with? If you had a lot of people you know have base, babies over, like, the last couple weeks? Uh... No. No, just me. Yeah, just you. AJ McCall. My condolences. <laughs> I mean, I, yes. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to see him anytime soon, so I guess I accept your condolences. <laughs> uh, AJ filling in McCall. It's sick. Um, so here's how the equation. How do you get to this math answer? I'm 45% sure I'm pregnant. Well, you don't want to go over halfway because if you're over halfway, you're pretty much already committed. So you go just under halfway and you say about 5% less than that. Makes me somewhat committed to the idea or fact, but not committed, committed to the idea or fact. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I guess, because uh, to me, I don't know if it works for you, Ajay, but if you were going to pull out a number and you wanted to convince me that you weren't lying, you would put a weird number on the end of it because I was like, oh, there's no way. Like you would say, hey, uh, I'm 47% sure there's nachos in the break room. Like, oh, 47%. Like, how did he come up with that? That can't be fake. No one would pick seven. De facto, you would you would normally go to fives and zeros as the end. Well, I feel like I know where you're going with this. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand. It was my sister-in-law. Apparently, she picked up my brother and sister-in-law who I travel with, so it was my sister-in-law's sister. And she told them on the way home, by the way, there's a I'm 45% sure I'm pregnant. Which yeah, you don't say that. My brother texted me, and I'm he's like, we were like, how do you get to that answer? And I was like, please send me the math on that one. Because how do you get to 45% sure? I don't know. Anyone that has had a kid ever, 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. With that, let me 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 redo my answer. If she says it like that, that means she's probably committing through that. She's probably pregnant. I mean, because that's a weird odd number, but that's close enough to the halfway point that we're just going to be like, nah. You're committed. Like heads, I'm pregnant. Tails, I'm not. Yeah, just flip the coin already. Like mother's intuition factors in for twenty percent. Uh, <laughs> I've got these weird smells. That's another ten percent. Like that was hey, built- something weird the other day. That's another five uh, percent. Building up to it. You know, I was a little bit nauseous this morning. That's another sixteen percent right there. Oh man, I just I don't like I don't understand how this arbitrary number was seemingly pulled out of air and then was like regurgitated. 
It wasn't a joke either. That's why I don't, I'm so royally what? confused. So she was dead on. 45% sure she's pregnant. Wow. How do you get to that? You know, AJ, I want to, for now on, we are going to put a disclaimer before everything I, we say. Now, for now on, for the rest of the day. Rest of the for day. example, I'm 37% sure that if I see Clint Eastwood, he may not make it through the rest of the building. <laughs> I am uh, 97% sure this is a good idea. Okay, let me ask you this then. Speaking of good ideas, this okay. one is not. I'm not going to say who. Okay. Because I'm sure they don't want to be known. No. Nope. But there is a coworker in this building okay. who has their own home, and now they are landlord to their parents. The metaphorical tables have turned. I'm 92% sure that was not a good idea. I'm glad you thought that because I felt like this is has to be worth a discussion. Now... Look, I will add the caveat that I think most parents, in some capacity, while maybe not maybe wishing for their kids to come home, would be more than accepting because they want to see them a little bit more. Let's be honest, kiddos. We could do a little bit better seeing mom and dad. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ7 in, call out sick. Um, I disagree with that, by the way. You don't think so. Your no. parents are like, oh, thank goodness AJ's out of the house. Yeah, like I, I, I really do. <laughs> I come over and visit. I'm like, hey, mom, hey. Oh, what? Okay. Everyone else's parents besides AJ's. That being said, I'm not going to say who, but there is a coworker in the building, owns their own house, whose parents live with them. And seemingly the relationship's fine or whatever, but the metaphorical turntables have turned. And so obviously the first question, I think the answer is no. Would you tolerate your parents living no. with you? Thank goodness, no. absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't care how much they're going to pay me. <laughs> that is one of the benefits. <laughs> Rent. Yeah. What do you think this electricity will grow on trees, mom and dad? Or they're going to be like, you know, it, it's going to be rent or it's going to be late, excuse me. And then they'll be like, well, remember, we raised you. We gave you everything you needed. So you need to give us a little bit of leniency. Uh, so I'm with you. The answer is no. If they were, let's say, heaven forbid, something happens. You got to house them for a minute while they, they get back on their feet. What is the one rule you absolutely need for your parents? Oh, geez, that's a great question. Because for me, the answer is, look, you, you, you can't come up and visit me. <laughs> I'm going to come down there and say hi, but you can't. Yeah, when I'm in it. my room, that's my room. Just stay the fetch out of I need way. a little bit of space still. There's okay. a reason I moved 1,500 miles away for a job. <laughs> Just don't need to be here. All right. I tell you this. When I went home, uh, 2019, my, my oldest sister graduated high school. Okay. So I went home for graduation. My mom had just bought a new house. And so... Whatever. Her logic, her logic. I don't own a house, so I guess I can't speak to it. But she bought a four-bedroom house with a, they call it a loft, I think, but it's a second living oh, yeah. room, basically. Yeah. She bought this, even though my sister was graduating, going to college, and my younger sister was a year away from graduating, going to college. So she she's giving me the whole tour of the house. She's like, well, you know, now the girls are leaving. We got a lot of extra room in this house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let me just quit the job that I like doing and move home Man, to live in the house. How come I can't have a mom cool like that? Yeah, Seriously, I'm, I'm pretty my sure mom she and still dad got space. built their new house and it's really nice. And they're like, "All right, well, these uh, here's a couple extra bedrooms, but we don't want to see you here too often. You guys can be here, maybe. You know, this, this isn't for you guys to build; it's for us to be able to, you know, house other guests in here, but not you kids." <laughs> I mean, for what it, both my sisters moved out, so my mom's got a few extra bedrooms. If you really still when want I get one. a really cool sports radio job in a really cool place, my mom and dad are like, "Hey, we want to come over and say hi to you." No, <laughs> no. Go find a hotel. <laughs> All right, Mom and Dad, you hear that? Like, appreciate everything you've done for me, but uh, 
MySpace is MySpace. I've grown up. <laughs> hey, a little birdie let me know yesterday when we were having a discussion. By the way, this would be one of my fears. I don't want to live with my parents. I like living on my own. But this, uh, we were discussing fears yesterday because I'm afraid of that cotton swab they stick in your nose for the COVID test. <laughs> Someone texted me and let me know, hey, I'm afraid of the dark. And I thought about this, and I think this sentence needs to be defined, Ajay, because yeah, yeah, you sleep in the dark, but no one's really, really that comfortable in the dark. Ooh, I'm 93% sure. <laughs> Residual tear exists in my brain now. You put cotton swab or you take a pipe cleaner, start moving it near me, I'm going to have flashbacks because that COVID test, I don't like it. I don't want anything near my brain conveniently enough. AJ McCall, VFX, AJ subbing in. But while we were talking about fears yesterday, someone texted me, a little birdie, said that, well, I'm afraid of the dark. And I said, define being afraid of the dark. And they said, well, I don't, I'm not comfortable in it. I've got a nightlight. Okay. And I thought about this. Like, so I don't know that anyone, like I'm 79% sure most people at some level have some kind of uncomfortable level with the dark because like at your home, most people, I think, fine. It's your home. It's dark. But if, like, a noise goes off, guess what? You're not really comfortable in the dark anymore. Sure. Absolutely. But, like, if all of a sudden all the power went out in here, I feel safe in this place. I've spent almost five years in this building, so I feel okay. But I'm on edge, even though but, it's a place I'm familiar with. That, see, that's interesting. When I used to work in Salt Lake for sports radio, our studios were at Vivint Smart Home Arena on the fifth floor. Right. Usually, I was the last one out of the studio around 10 or 11 o'clock at night. So I'm walking through this massive building at dark, can't see crap, and there's these life, like, they look like the size of you, these uh, Coke bottles that are like trash cans, actually, that you oh, feel okay. trashed in. Yeah. They look like people. Ooh, that's terrifying. And so in the corner of your eye, you think you see somebody, but it's really a trash can. So I'm taking a dead sprint from five floors down to get to the first floor to get my sorry butt out of there because I feel like I'm going to die from a Coke trash can. <laughs> I... I- Okay, so my first radio station I worked at, it was a top 40 station as well, and they had a window like we do right here, Okay, and so, but the front door was right off to the side of the window, so if you walked in and turned left, you could look right into the studio. Okay. So they had collected cardboard cutouts over the years of just artists and stuff when they had like album releases, so my first job working for that station after I, when I got hired was I would, I would do sports like board hopping. And, you know, working with the Aggies and stuff, some games are late sometimes. Basketball, yeah. football, they travel. The games are late. So I come in to work one night. It's middle of the night. It's a Saturday. Nobody's there because the business is closed Saturday and Sunday. And I come in. I open the door, and I let myself in. I disarm the alarm or whatever, and I turn left, and I see a cardboard cutout, and I think, oh, <laughs> I am dead. I kid you not. It took... It took that all of my willpower to stop myself from crapping my pants right there because like it wasn't supposed to be anybody. <laughs> I turn, I'm like, oh, oh. <sighs> if I had been about ten years older, I might have died of a heart attack. I got one for you too. So when I was still working at Vivas Roman Arena, Hot Rod Hunley, the great former jazz announcer, had passed yeah. away. Well, that day, or excuse me, that night, I had to sleep at the studio <laughs> because we had a late <laughs> shift and I had an early shift five hours later. So I slept at the studio, and I was hearing all sorts of noises. I heard all creaks and sounds. At one point, I freaking just like I sat up, I turned on the dang studio light, and I'm like, "Hot Rod, is that you?" <laughs> Some security guy named Dave, all coolest cat in the world. He's passed on. God rest his soul. Walks by, 
And he's like, oh, dude, are you sleeping here tonight? And I was like, yeah, well, you just stand by the door and make sure that I don't die. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's your job for I mean, today. I'm not sure what human bullets do against ghosts, but I think I would like the extra support myself. Oh, no, just protect me. Actually, uh, my my uh, co- in college, I worked at a radio station. It was in the basement of the music department. Uh-huh. So I'm working Friday, Saturday nights because I'm a student, so I'm working all the shifts nobody wants. And the whole the whole place turned out is a massive building, and it's an old building too. So oh, like, dude. there's nooks and crannies. It's yeah. got cement walkways. There's doors, places that I don't know where they go or yep. any of that. Yep. And so I get out on a Saturday night, and it's 10 p.m. And I, I I'm gonna be honest, as a man, I'm not gonna say that I sprinted out to my car, but I may have moved pretty quickly to get out <laughs> to my vehicle. <laughs> Dude, when when I'm at home and I turn off the, like the uh, the last lights from downstairs to go upstairs, I honestly and I'm not even joking you, I always sprint. It's better up safe than sorry. Yeah, I always think that there's someone behind yeah. me chasing me. Yeah, you're everybody's brain does it. You're better safe than sorry. Six eight two five five. The number to text. You have to start the text with VFX. So VFX. Hey AJ and AJ or whatever or four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. But I am seventy nine percent sure. That you could say I'm not afraid of the dark, and that's fine, because being afraid of the dark, I think you'd be terrified. You'd turn the lights off, you'd scream. But I'm 79% sure everyone is uncomfortable in the right amount of dark. Do you dark. have a nightlight? No, I'm I a do. white noise kind of guy. No, I need a nightlight for me. That's fair. But like again, noise, darkness in my house, great. Sound goes off, not so great anymore. <laughs> Speaking of things going bump in the night, happened to me last night, and I believe my curse kicked in yesterday. Finally. I was going to ask you, we'll get an update, see if it rubbed off, became residual for you. But yes, the curse seemingly kicked off yesterday. Because of my immense care for you, my good friend, let me first ask you, did you notice any residual effects of my potential curse affecting you yesterday? No, because I respect the dad's property. I respect <sighs> Okay, first of all, that the was the friend of the friend. I don't care. <laughs> you were a part of it. You probably encouraged it one way or another. That's true. What about you? Did you uh, did you experience the residual effects? I did. AJ recalled VFX for the Automatrix group debated eight. AJ filling in for recall. So if you missed it, I'm pretty sure I get cursed for not giving some money to a panhandling gypsy woman in Europe. And it seemed to kick in yesterday because on her way home, Ashley was driving down 10th West. She was going to turn onto the road right here by this radio station. Yep, great looking road. Second and head home. Yep. So she stopped at 10th West, the stoplight right there with the gas station and everything to turn left. Okay. And the car decided, sorry, bro, I'm out. Died. Dunzo, nothing. No, out. this is not how it works, AJ, because of your bad decision making, it's not, they don't punish your girlfriend. I'm sorry, but don't you dare think that, oh, Great, they punished my girlfriend, so I'm off the hook. I know what you're trying oh, to do. I don't do. think I'm off the no, hook. No, that's what you're trying no, to do. I don't think I I'm off the hook. I know what you're all. trying to do. Stop it right now. So, let me provide you with this scenario. I don't okay. think I'm off the hook. Think fast here. So what do you do? You are at arguably one of the busiest intersections in this valley. Yes, yes. You're you getting are. ready to turn left. Yeah. The light turns green. The car yeah. in front of you goes. Your car won't move. Think fast. What do you do? Uh. Okay, so I, well, me, I... Uh, I turn on my uh, flashing ears. What's the, what the flashers? The hazard lights. Hazard, yeah, hazard lights. lights. The blinkers. Yeah, yeah I, got I get on top Smart. of my. And I'm not even joking. I get on top of my car and I just wave my arms frantically in the air. <laughs> that is honest <laughs> to heaven. What I would do, because knock on wood, AJ, I haven't done anything to deserve such I'll a knock curse. On wood for you too. 
I would hope that someone could help me because I've been helping other people who've asked for money. <laughs> full circle. Uh, to rub this in, by the way, a, a very innocent and nice bystander was nice enough to help Ashley push her vehicle awesome. over to the gravel pit so she could get out of the way. Thank goodness. So it just full circle there, right? Because I didn't help someone and someone Hold was nice on. enough no, to help that's Ashley. That's not how it works, AJ. Don't you dare. They're not going to punish your wonderfully adorable girlfriend because of your selfish and pittiness. No. For what it's worth, Ashley did not give her any money either. She was standing there. I'm not saying that she's cursed as well. Were they asking Ashley? No, they were asking sure. you. They did the hand wave to me. Uh, my answer, I like yours better because it's very mature and gets something done. Mine is cry and panic because it happened to me once upon a time, actually. When I lived in Lafayette, Indiana, I got a truck. I owned a pickup truck for exactly four days. Four days. Because my parents bought it for me. I went out to uh, my aunt and uncle's house to pick it up where they left it. I drove it into town on one of the busiest roads in Lafayette. It is 52. 52 is one of the busiest roads in my hometown. Okay. I got to an intersection, 52 and Creasy. One of the busiest intersections in my hometown. I went to turn left. Burp, burp, burp. Oh. Dead. Ah. Oh. Dead. Okay. Now, I'm panicking because people behind me are honking, and I'm like, I have no idea. And I don't know if it's the case with you. It happened yesterday. Ashley, granted, her dad was on vacation in Mexico, so it's reasonable. But in that moment, you didn't remember that. But it always seems like I can't get a hold of the people I need to get a hold of when I need them. That's like, yeah. They can call me every day of the week, middle of the night. It's fine. I need to call my dad at that exact moment because he knows about cars. I know nothing. Can't get a hold. Can't find him. Gone. Fell off the face of the earth. So I'm crying, and innocent bystanders nice enough to help me push the vehicle into a parking lot. What am I doing? I'm stuck in the middle of the intersection freaking out. (laughs) Into that truck. I owned it for four days. (laughs) Four days. (laughs) Your girlfriend's stronger than you are. Yep. Yep. She hung in there like a tough one. Yep. Yeah. Got some help. She is. Got her across. How dare you? How was the car, by the way? Dead. Still dead. It's out by our house. We have to figure it out. Big thanks to her aunt and uncle, Kim and Brent, who stopped by. Seems like it's going to be a manageable fix, but shout out to them while we're talking about good people who helped us out, because fingers crossed it's going to be a manageable fix. Again, they helped her out because she's not cursed. You, sir, you haven't got got it yet. Look, you should be concerned. If it's going to start picking off people close to me one by one before it swirls into me, like that's not a good sign. Son of a... Speaking of uh, what happened yesterday to Ashley, I actually have a different question as well. Uh, do you have a Venmo? Yeah. Okay. I feel like everybody does. Ran into someone yesterday who didn't, and actually it was a really inco- big inconvenience because I think we were supposed to tip them. Everyone has a Venmo or PayPal or something like that nowadays, right? AJ and McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. AJ filling in, McCall out sick. So yesterday, right, all this stuff happened. Ajay's putting a curse on me. I feel like you're, like, hyping up Why the curse. Why are you blaming me? You're hyping it Why up. Why are you blaming like, me? There's the curse, yeah! Yeah. You know what? You should get cursed. But instead, your girlfriend ends up taking she the uh, the stray bullet, and now she's, you know, with a dead car. Her car died yesterday. We had to get it towed, and the tow truck driver was great. He was awesome. He was a Packers fan, and I feel for him, by the way. He did not have a good weekend. I would say so. Do you know anybody who has a uh, Venmo or doesn't have a Venmo, though? That's my question. I have a Venmo. I got one. You got a Venmo? I got one. My brother's got one. Ashley's got one. Everyone has a Venmo. Yeah, I I feel like 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX if you don't have one. Our tow truck driver didn't. And first, I raised this question because one of the things I feel like I learned as an adult was, man, I am not tipping nearly enough people. I didn't know. Growing up, you're supposed to tip the hotel maid. 
No idea. Do you tip a tow truck driver? Uh, no. They do. They get like $75 for driving I... five minutes to your car, <laughs> taking one hour to put it onto the freaking lift, and then chatting with you, making fun of you for your dead car, and then leaving, and then you have to go get a fix. I don't tip the tow truck driver. I was thinking I was thinking to myself, I was like, he, I think tow truck drivers make pretty good money, but I don't know. But he was really great. He got there quick. He was a super nice guy. So, And it's Ashley's car. She's like, I want a tip. So... Then she was like, is it weird if I ask him if he has a Venmo? So I pose this question to you. Would it be weird if for whatever reason, I don't know, t- today, later, you walk up and you're like, hey, Eric, great job. I'm going to Venmo you $5. Consider it a tip. Is that weird? Yeah. You think so? I do. My answer is no. Because, like, if it, who's going to turn down the money? True. But, dude, to go up and be someone like, hey, listen, I think you did a great job. Can I Venmo you some money? <laughs> yeah, when you say it, it does sound a little shady. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, well, yes. It sounds a little shady. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Because then now you got to figure out what emojis am I going to put to explain the story? Because I don't know if you've ever done that. Really fun game. If you go back and watch what people have Venmoed other people and see what they put down. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they put like little emoji stuff. Yeah, it's what fun. I, why can't you just type what you just did? Like, why do you have to do emojis these days? Come on, spice it up, Ajay. I mean, come on. This isn't a guessing game. Just say, here's 20 bucks for change my kid's diaper. I mean, you don't need. (laughs) That sounds like a tip, to be honest. The poop thing, the diaper, and the baby all in the freaking emoji. Just say, changing kid's diaper. Yeah, but it makes it a fun guessing game for everybody else involved. Too old for this crap. (laughs) Jeez. I don't agree with Ajay. I think you definitely use emojis. But that guy didn't have one. So now let me ask you if this is weird. This is three successive weird questions. Oh, no. She she got his name, of course, because he introduced himself. And she found it where he worked because it's on the truck okay, that towed cool. it, whatever. So then she said she double-checked after he dropped the vehicle off back at home. What's your name? Where do you work? Because she wants to track him down to give him a tip. Okay. So is that weird? No. That one is fine. Everything else is weird. That's yeah. good. Yeah. If you uh, look, if you're looking for a name, you look for, and then you come by and you walk and you go to their, don't go to their home. Go to the workplace. <laughs> no, please don't go and, to their home. And say, hey, here's you know whatever amount of money. Tell the uh, individual thank you. Did great things for us and helped us out. Take That's it from, all. Take it from someone who accidentally broke into one of Ajay's neighbors' houses once. Don't go track oh, down man. their home, dude. I I've got an awkward story for you. I don't think I don't know if we have time. Oh. I've got some right. awkward we'll, we'll, stories. We'll come for you. back to that. We'll come back. Right. Ajay's got an awkward story. I, for those who don't know, I once broke into Ajay's neighbor's house on accident. No, it was it was not accident. I'll I'll recap. When your coworker invites you over, make sure you definitely have the right address. I mean, just don't flat out trust the GPS because that's how you break into their neighbor's home. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ subbing in, and yes, once upon a time, I broke into Ajay's neighbor's house. I had my wooden bat. Ready to go. Did you have you talked to that neighbor whatsoever? You exchange any pleasantries? Uh, I, I mean, we still talk. They have yet to bring it up, though. Oh, that's because how weird it was. I mean, when you're sitting in your underwear and some stranger barges into your yeah. home. I mean, they're sitting there playing Xbox, and you're all like, hey, what's going on? So I had to go fix something up from Ajay's house. He gave me his address. My GPS led me to the wrong building. Got some cheese balls in here? So I went to the house early in the day, knocked on the door, nothing. And I'm like, oh, Ajay must be... Busy, sleeping, whatever. It's like, oh, I'll come back later. And I was just like, oh, the door's open. Come on in. So I go back to the same place, and I open the door and walk in. And the, I'm like, you're not Ajay. Does Ajay live around here? And he's like, oh, he lives next door. 
I am so sorry. Please don't mace me or call the cops as I backed out. So then I thought, okay, next door. So I go to the next door and I go to walk in because, again, I just said doors unlocked. Come right in. And I go to open it. It's locked. There were people in that house. I saw them moving as I knocked on the door, and I thought... Word was getting around. There's a strange man walking around. <laughs> Some prowler in this neighborhood trying to get into people's houses. <laughs> I was so... I felt so awkward and just out of place. By the time I found your house, your wife, lovely wife, was downstairs, and I walked, and she said, oh, hi, the equipment's there. And I said, uh, it, it, sorry, and they just grabbed it and walked out because I was like, I, I have the right house. I'm just going to bail out and get out of here. That being said, as awkward as that is, apparently you had some more awkward oh, stories to so add. So I'm at the fair, right, with a friend in Idaho, and uh, we are uh, <laughs> we're, we bought tickets for the games, but we realized that we needed cash, not tickets. And I had like 25 tickets, but they're all for rides. The rides have long ride or uh, long lines, excuse me. So then I see some little kids, you know, around the park, and I'm like, so I'm walking up to these little kids, and I'm like, hey, do you want some tickets? And they're like, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, this mom comes dead sprinting in. No, Johnny, no, no. And I was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and she like grabs her kid like I'm Frankenstein, pulls him away like she's been about eaten by a shark, drags him like 20 yards to the other side. <laughs> you don't talk to strangers. And I'm like, I got tickets for rides. So and I learned my lesson. I decided not to approach little, little kids. Or I instead go to teenage girls. And that doesn't go any more better. And I'm like, hey, would you like tickets to rides? And then here comes a father of one of the girls. I'm not sure which one. Uh, He's not entirely thrilled with me talking to them. And uh, I can only, I, I have to cut out some of the conversation due to FCC rules, but I learned a valuable lesson. It all goes back to the way. 12 years ago, when I was left at home with my roommate, he left for the night, and I was going to pass out candy, and he said, if this candy is still full, please get rid of it. I just need the bucket gone. Well, end of the night, we still have a half bucket full of candy. So, me being kind, I go out, and I'm going around this park. There's a little kids dressed up in Tigger suits, Ninja Turtles, and I'm like, hey, kids, do you want some candy? As I, the kids are digging through the candy, and I'm digging there in there with them, I see this dad, full-on Superman sprint mode, diving for his kid, grabbing them all in, like, one Superman swoop motion, and running away with them. And I said, I'm just here to give him candy. <laughs> so the, And then, so instead, I started <laughs> chucking candy to little kids at the park or distance. on the streets. Yeah. I think the the real question of the day then is which one of us was should have been arrested more? Uh, should, me. I, I kind of agree to be but, honest. Oh, I mean, when did when did genuinity and kindness <laughs> get us arrested? For what it's worth, you didn't actually commit a crime. I definitely entered someone's premises that I was not invited in. <laughs> that's actually true. All right, so you should have got arrested. That's fair. The convict show with AJ and AJ on VFX. What's worse, dinging a car, going up to little kids, asking if they want candy at dark. Uh, speaking. Of convicts. Speaking of dinging doors, have you voted for Parknarks? There are two oh, absolutely yes. atrocious. Oh, they're bad. Nominees this week. They're bad. The nominees this week truly are for Parknarks atrocious. AJ McCall at VFX. AJ subbing in. I mean, my favorite comment, AJ. Uh, Whitney commented on our Facebook page says, "Nominee number one looks like they're parked in the road." That's yeah. exactly. No, what it really was. It is. The stop sign's right there. Uh, this Honda Civic got through the stop sign and said, Phew, if 
finally conquered a four-way intersection. All right, I think I'll just park here. <laughs> I've accomplished my good deed for the day. Either that or that's some new kind of paint color I wasn't then, aware of. Like, I mean, I saw another comment, and, and, and they said, there's lines right there. Why do you park on the lines? There's lines. There's a reason why there's lines. Yeah, so nominee number two is the Rubicon, the Jeep who parked on the striping lines that are meant for extra space for the special need parking spots. That was Don who said, I mean, the lines just shout, park here, right? They're diagonal ex- exclamation points. <laughs> this isn't rocket science, people. <sighs> nominee number one is a black Honda Civic that got through the four-way intersection and parked because apparently it's got that new black paint on it that makes it invisible. You can't even see it on the asphalt. Like, it's amazing that we can even make it out. It's terrible. <laughs> And then nominee number two is a Rubicon. It can go anywhere. It can drive off-road, up rocks, over a waterfall, whatever you need. So why should it be held to just your normal, human, <laughs> pathetic parking spots? Maybe a twofer. We cannot confirm whether or not the van next to it is parked in the wrong spot Can either. I ask, have you ever done either of the two? Parked in the middle of the road? Or parked on the lines. Uh, no, I, I'm very, I've probably done a lot of sketchy things <laughs> uh, when it comes to parking or driving, but I have never done either of these two. I can tell you a story, though. Um, in my hometown, there's this big hill that you go up on the middle part of town, and then you can go down it into downtown. Yeah. Yep. So one night, it's kind of a curvy road. It's not, it's it's the old part of town, so it just, it doesn't make any sense. It's just all over the place. So I'm driving. And so you start to curve left, and then you got to cut back right, and then the hill cuts down left. And it had rained. It, like, it had sprinkled just enough that the road was wet. So me being in college took it way too quick. So I lost control of the car. I slid. I overcorrected to the right, and my car bounced over the curb and smacked into someone's front yard. I backed out. That divot that I left in their front yard was there for like a year and a half. Wait, you left? Left. You, I didn't crash into anything. I just made a new divot. Like, hey, I started a brand new pool for you. I don't ever want to ever hear you give me crap again about being in a car and leaving 50 yards away. I didn't damage a vehicle you like you did. damaged their yard. I definitely did. You took a five iron and hacked into the grass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. With two tires. And you left. Yep. Backed off. I don't ever want to hear anything from you ever again. (laughs) Ever again. Vote for which nominee offends you the most. They're pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Can't miss them. The Black Honda Civic, the Red Rubicon, Utah's VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. Make sure you're following us on Facebook so you can be part of Facebook roulette because we like and share the posts of the people we like, and that means your posts could end up on the VFX Facebook page. That being said, McCall out sick today. AJ wandering around, who I owe a big thank you to, which I will get to again. Uh, my post, though, today comes from Patrick, who's one of my regulars when it comes to Facebook roulette. He's great. Says uh, It's a tweet. says, Burglar breaks in the house. My dog. Bark, 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 bark. Burglar strokes dog's head. My dog. I have misjudged this very nice man. Oh. Let's get McCall's opinion on that. Does she think a couple couple pats on the head, little, little chin scratchies? Would her dogs be swayed that way? The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, and of course, AJ and McCall, all three across all social media. Vote for Park Norks as well. Utah's VFX is pinned to the top of our page. Uh, well wishes to McCall, who's out sick today. And I need to give a very big thank you to AJ. Really easy to do this when he's not here. 
He was in yesterday. He stepped in today uh, to help fill in while McCall was out. Really appreciate that because let's be honest, no one likes mornings. Heck, I've been doing the VFX morning show for coming up on five years now, and it's still an adjustment for me. I still consider myself a night owl. So big thanks to him to give up some sleep to come hang out and share some great stories, including the ones where we both probably should have been arrested. If you missed that, make sure you check out the podcast. Uh, Search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are, Spotify, uh, iTunes, all that. It's there. And, of course, Monday, Friday, we do the after show with both all of us back together. That's on Twitch. Just search for AJ and McCall. That's with the Shift 7, the ampersand. Otherwise, be safe. Enjoy the weather because that drop-off is coming. We're talking about a high of 57 on Monday. Good gosh. Get out. Enjoy some sun. Walk around a little bit and enjoy. Till tomorrow, though, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.